from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. not recording am i right we are but i'll edit this out we haven't started okay well but if i'm being honest we are recording it's being it is being recorded it's not live stream anywhere this isn't going out on the but internet, you will but, edit this out and i'll edit this out but if i'm being honest i hit record you early. son of a bitch i'm yeah. talking smack let's just start yeah or no no well, how do you start? Do you, do you, is this it? Is this how you start? Kind of a laid back? I gotta uh, know. Every Ari. episode's different. I don't have a rule to how I start. With you, it's a little different because I don't know you very well. Well, this is good, though. Most people I have on, I know, which is how I got them on. So this, let's get to know me. And Can we start? Is this starting? This starting. We're here. So we're going to edit out some. We don't even need to worry about edit out. We're going to edit out stuff about people we're not even going to edit anything yeah we're going to just start here so ari my name is anthony devries first off um a virgo Uh, actually my birthday is next week or wait no no it's this week ari happy birthday yeah it's it's third saturday how old are you i am going to be 38 years young yeah um still millennial <laughs> I, I like to say i'm a They're millennial 38 years old yeah. living in hollywood going for your dreams um single married a married man with a with a baby you uh, have a baby uh well yeah actually i'm a few minutes late the reason i'm a few minutes late is i dropped this three-year-old boy off at preschool um and i'll tell you this i've been listening to your podcast and you, you guys talk a lot about comedy. Let's be clear. You listen to the podcast. Did you listen to one episode? Oh, well, I'm at uh, three. You listen to three episodes. Yeah, I listened to Craig, which I was... Th- here's something. So Craig was last week, right? Or yeah, you just aired this? that was the most recent one. There's a couple things I want to ask you about this episode. I'm at your home right now. Yeah, kind of. You Maybe I'm not at your house. My garage. But but we're in your vicinity. But you were 20 minutes late to this podcast. (laughs) I I just really now, I thought you were somewhere. But how were you 20 minutes late to your own podcast? Because you live here. This is your home. So to be clear, I was 20 minutes late to the Craig Conan podcast, not to this one today. No, 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 no. I want to be very clear. I was late. Uh, and I was no no no. You were you're fine. You were on time. You were four minutes. Four minutes late. to That's me fine. though. This is Hollywood. We got to be on time. And this is a respect. I want to respect. I mean, this you. is an unpaid gig you got here. I'm, uh, not, I'm not paying you. I'm gonna cook you breakfast after. But if you're four minutes late, it's fine. This is something I want to talk to you about. I'm I appreciate that breakfast. And I get a text message. It was one of the funnier text messages. I'm running late. You want eggs. This is what Ari says. <laughs> we don't know each other that well, but what, what a gentleman. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I and mean, you're welcome. But are we avoiding the topic? Why no, okay. were you so 20 minutes late? late to your own home? I was 20 <laughs> minutes late to the last podcast. 
Uh, to be perfectly honest, I had it in my calendar. Mm-hmm. I was planning on being there on time. It wasn't a thing where it was like I knew I was going to be late. Mm-hmm. It was a thing where I got so busy, caught up in a chore I had to do that day that I look at my phone and, oh, shit, I forgot. Podcast. So it was just absent-minded, irresponsibility. Perfect. But you, So you left. So I left what I was doing. <laughs> I, I left the two people I was with. I said, I, oh, shit. I got to go. Uh, Sorry. I, I abandoned them and I went to the podcast. That was great. But uh, how funny for uh, Craig to show up and be like, I'm at this man's home. And didn't he say he had to use the restroom? He almost peed outside. <laughs> yeah. Ari. He probably did, you, did pee outside. Did you offer him breakfast? I didn't because we so were in we're such good. a rush to get it. But the difference is me and Craig were friends. So luckily it turned out okay. Mm-hmm. What if it was you right now and I was 20 minutes late? It would have been just fine. I would have accepted it. You're an easygoing dude. Um, yeah. I, I guess you don't know me well. So let me spell it out. I'm from Minnesota. It's a little. So you're really nice. You're like the Canadian of America. Yeah, some say that, but then also there's a bite to a lot of Minnesotans. It's kind of like I don't know if you've ever been to Jamaica. Have you ever been to Jamaica? I don't remember. I don't think so. So Jamaica. I'd like you, to go because I love the movie Cocktail with Tom Cruise. Oh, I do love that movie. I love the idea of uh, an entire movie based on uh, bartending, and that's so. F- I love the idea of also the trick bartending. I, I, yeah, I love the a movie. That has glorified bartending. Yeah, I do too. So you, when you watch the movie Cocktail, for those of you who haven't seen it, you'll leave that movie going, I think I want to be a bartender. You do? Yeah. You go, I should at least part-time. Like, I should just try it. It yeah. looks awesome. You get Elizabeth Shue, who's adorable. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was the star, That's right? Her name? I don't know. And, and I don't know then the uh, Australian man who cuts you, cuts you as a bartender. And that w- that's something you learn. Even... At the bartending scale, it's cut they up. will kill, your best friend will turn and take your lady and live his own selfish life. And, uh, but we'll go back. I think, you know, there's good people and bad people in every walk of life. <laughs> yes, there is. There's good podcasters. There's bad podcasters. Yeah. I what mean, am I? I don't know. I think, you, well, I think you're respectful. Uh, I think maybe if you if I know you're the therapist here, but I'm going to say maybe look at the calendar for Craig. I'm th- I'm glad you did for me. That was the first time I've done that. <laughs> I should also be there. You know, people make mistakes. I make mistakes. I have too. But the reason I brought up Jamaica is so Minnesota is very Minnesota nice. All right. But in Jamaica, you will get somebody that is like super aggressive towards you. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Buy this weed, man. Come on, everybody. Oh, right. Come on, man. Come right. on, come on, come on, come on. Much man. like Hollywood Boulevard right, right here. Right, right. But yeah. then the minute you say no, or after a while, they'll be like, no problem, man. Everything fine in Jamaica. Very relaxed. So they're like really aggressive. And then they pull back. I think Minnesota is really nice in the beginning. But then uh, they... <laughs> There's a little bite to them. They're just like, it's kind of like they're nice, but if you fuck them over, they're not going to just sit there and take it. They're not going to say, oh, yeah, please fuck me over. A lot of shit talking. The comedy community is very good with that. And Minnesota teaches you that. They talk shit about everyone behind their back. Now, were you involved in the Minnesota comedy community at all? Or Uh, did you just move straight to LA and go for it? No, I actually had my comedy. uh, career goes from Minnesota. It starts there. My first show of all time was uh, I was 17 years old. 
I tried to convince this lady, it was a book show, to uh, let me do like five minutes. She agreed. Uh, the problem with that whole thing is I was 17. I had no time at all. So she, or uh, no time meaning I had no material. Uh, she puts me on stage. I didn't know what to do. So I'm a big Chris Farley fan. To, I, to be clear, did you fake it till you make it? Or did she know you had knew, did not know what you were doing? I pretended I was a pro. Right. She, she's like, okay, I'll give this guy. He knows what he's doing. And then you go there and you I clearly did I was clearly 17. Uh, you know, I was not a man. But but nonetheless, you li- you uh, were a liar. I lied my way on stage. Yeah. I wanted to be physical. I wanted to do some really uh, exciting something. Because I like Chris Farley, I thought this is the way to do it. So I put uh, like I went on stage and I uh, jumped against the wall and I actually jumped through the wall and broke the wall to the stage. And uh, I might have heard this story. I, can't I think I might now. have. I don't know if you have or not. Um, I think I might have heard it on your podcast, but you broke it. So did you cause monetary damage? All damage. I, I don't know. I, I jumped through a wall. I had to. This is my first time ever performing. And then I jump out of the wall, dust myself off, and there was a horde of angry comedians who chased me out of the theater. I ran and I ran up a slide. So you didn't even get to pay for it because you were gone. Uh, this was it. This was my first performance. I ran, but they chased me, Ari. They chased me. And I ran into a park, and you know those tube slides that they have, you know, where you go down? I hid in a tube slide, and on both sides, there was comedians trying to pull me out of the slide. So I'm punching up, punching down. They finally get me, pull me to the ground, and start punching my legs for some reason, which was really funny. I don't know why they did the punching of the legs. I yelled, I'm underage. You're beating up a young underage man. They said, I can't believe this. Get out of this town. You're never going to do comedy again. So my first time doing comedy was very interesting. Was that your first and last time in Minnesota doing comedy? No, it was not. I <laughs> I took a little time off and I started working. I think so. Did you start? Oh, one more question. Yeah. Uh, did you did that set go well? Were people laughing? Oh, uh, I mean, I think so. This was I think some people thought I was like being like a uh no, I mean, I I literally jumped through a wall and then ran yeah. away. I, so but, did, you bombed too. I don't know. I would say bomb, but this is the worst kind of bomb because I not only bombed, I got chased by a horde of people. Right. So, so I bombed, but it was, I don't know if I consider it a bomb as much as like, well, yeah, it was the ultimate of bombs because I, I actually got hit by, by comedians and uh, I think they realized... That I was underage and I didn't mean it later. The end result was I apologize. I had to build the stage, or I had to like plaster the wall. You fixed your. I wrong had doing. to, yeah. and then afterwards, then the lady said, "Don't ever do comedy again." Or something. So they were angry. Uh, so I did that. That was my first time, and then after that, I got a job. Did now? Do you did you get a job before you did comedy and worked at the the store or or I'm. Yeah, uh, I they only uh, so the way the comedy store works is you audition to work there. It's all comedians that work there. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or I've heard that. I shouldn't be like um, Mister Know It All, but so I, <laughs> the way it was for me at the comedy store is I would sign up every week for potluck. I did that for two years. There was a previous talent coordinator who worked there named Tommy, who was 
I don't know if he oh. was mentally ill, but yes, he, might, he, was. he was a little weird. I he, knew that he Tommy. was an oddball. So I never really paid attention to him. <laughs> or, you can't. Or played, I didn't play that game. There's yeah. comedians that go and wait in line to talk to him. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> but I still liked the comedy store. I wanted to be there. Yeah. So in my head, I wasn't going to get a be in at the comedy store until either A, I got famous, or B, all my friends were paid regulars and they could vouch for me. Those were the, that was in my head what was going to happen at the comedy store. Right, for me. right. But even though I hung out there all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I was friends with everyone that worked there. The door guys, the comedian, because I do stand-up around town. And uh, I knew the managers just from hanging out there all the time. So then uh, Adam, who's now the talent coordinator at the comedy store. Who, is he on the Norm McDonald show? Yeah, yes, he yeah, is. This on, guy's Norm great. Norm McDonald's uh, sidekick. Love it. Love him, love it. Love Norm McDonald. So he became the talent coordinator and he already knew me mm-hmm. from hanging around. He knew I was a comedian. I don't think he had ever watched me do stand up because he didn't really watch the open mic and stuff like that. He, I mean, but, it makes sense. The guy's but, busy, right? Yeah, yeah. No, nothing against him. He, he wasn't, and he wasn't the talent him. coordinator either. He was just the manager. So he didn't need to watch the open mic. That wasn't part of his job. Is this for the record? You're, you're against him or not against <laughs> him? I want this on a record. Him. You're I'm against very, this very man. against my comedy daddy. Oh, God. Uh, Thank you for being honest. This guy. So then <laughs> he got the talent coordinator job. He then watched, started watching the open mic because that was part of his job. And he watched me go up i did you know i don't want to i don't want to sit here and boast but I, I did well and then he asked if i wanted to work there god damn right yeah. i uh so i also so after that whole thing um there's a there's a comedy club called acme comedy club which is uh, the one it, here in los angeles no 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 the one in the, or there's one in minnesota there's and, one here too right uh, there is uh, the th- interesting There's thing. There's an I'm, Acme Theater. Or yeah, something? the thing about Acme Theater here is I always hear that it exists, but I've never really seen anything about it. I've been to it. it once, so f- I believe it's less. I I don't want to comment on it because I'm not an expert, but I believe it's less of a scene here and more of a theater for rental. That's what and I they, agree. I they think film so. for you, and you any we me and you can go there right now as long as we pay the fee for the theater. It's ours for the you night. pay to play, kind of, but you have to rent an entire. Well, you 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 pay for the space, so it's not like a bringer or we're making money on you. It's this is our business. Yeah, we, we don't have a built-in audience. You rent the space and you bring in your own audience. If you don't get an audience, it doesn't matter. You paid for the space. Yeah, um, which is interesting. But this Acme, uh, well, I don't know how interesting. It, well, it's cool. I I don't know what it is. Yeah. But this Acme Theater in Minneapolis is. It, you can ask a lot of comedians. They'll come through. A lot of road comedians will say this is one of the better clubs you can play okay. at. At least you have a good f- meal. But I was the door guy there, and that's where I started to kind of understand stand up in, in particular. And uh, um, some of my favorite things was at the time. Uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg was starting to get like famous, and so I got to like help sell his CDs with his mom. Wow! Because um, he's also a Minnesota comic, and really get to know him, and get to know uh, Nick Swartzen was like so like such cool. an in, like inspiration during that time. That's awesome. Are you still are you still friends with Nick? Yeah. Well, um, I see LA. him. I, I yeah. you know I run into him. You're and friendly. We, we're always happy to see yeah. each other. Um, and, uh, you know, certain people, like I, I, the, the time that I worked there, like uh, Zach Galifianakis was, uh, a feature. Wow. So he would tour with people come in. So I got to see a Who lot of, who did he open for? 
Nick Swartzen. He opened for Nick. And, and the, yeah, and so he opened for Nick, and I can't even believe like how great it was to like experience that. Doug Stanhope would come once every like six months, uh, and all and all these like great comedians. So I got to get to know them and got to learn comedy from them. And then I started a little bit there, but then there's a theater called uh, Dudley Riggs Improv Theater, and I went and learned improv there. And then from there. Uh, that scene, which I did about two, three years then, I was about 21 or 22. I moved to Chicago and did the Second City uh, thing, which was really fun and amazing. And wow. that's where I learned how to do comedy. So you weren't a stand-up first. You were just a comedy guy. Improv, you were doing everything. Well, yeah, I, exactly. I think that uh, I, I was my main obsession. You do everything. At the time, yeah. And my main obsession was uh, the people I believed in and looked up to were uh, stand-up comedians for the most part because I saw them. Yeah. My first actual entertainment job was uh, I was a young radio DJ. So... <laughs> well, you were also... You were a door guy at Acme. And, it, and then I went to door guy at Acme. And oh, that was Ac- after. Okay. No, this was in high school. I was a young radio, radio DJ. DJ. Then I did Acme. Did you get paid to be a young radio DJ? I did. Yeah, school? like just weekends, just weekends. That's pretty and, awesome. Yeah, and some of the perks from that job is I uh, got to start meeting celebrities uh, and uh, interview them. What celebrities them. did you meet? My favorite uh, one there was I uh, took as an underage man uh, P Diddy to a strip club. And <laughs> I didn't even know anything about strip clubs. Really? And ride with his entourage and had an evening with P. Diddy. And it was an amazing, extreme, crazy That's night. incredible. And you were in high school. Underage. They just let me in because that, they thought I was part of the crew. You were a white guy in Minnesota, an underage white guy, Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. Rapper. Millionaire. Rapper with Mace. Superstar. Yeah. Was he, is, was he big? Was Huge. Was he who he was? Huge. He comes to town. I interview him for like a crappy you interview him and he goes you want to roll with us tonight that's right and you're like hell yeah i do what's the best strip club didn't know uh and then there's a place called deja vu we went in p diddy had a great time buying me dances i mean it was a it, it was an experience so then after that i was like this is the life yeah i was gonna say maybe that's why you're you're pursuing this no i guess you already were you're already a radio dj but man that would make you Spoiled a little bit. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. It was all a great experience, and 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 then I moved to Chicago, and then I like started grinding out improv, and then occasionally doing stand up, uh, which I wish I would have done stand up more because this was like the creme de la creme of stand up comedians from Chicago at the time, like Pete Holmes, Hannibal Burris, all these like greats were doing. So stand-up. how long were you doing it before you moved to LA? I was there about seven years. So uh, you did comedy seven years, and seven, then eight, said, nine, okay, so nine years in. I peaked Minnesota. Well, three years Minnesota. Oh, then, that's right. Then, then Chicago. Then Chicago. The only reason I moved uh, from Chicago is I actually this is it's kind of I don't know. It, you're a therapist, unlicensed. I had I got a text message from my girlfriend at the time. She was giving me a hard time, Ari. Mm-hmm. Like they do. And then blaming me for things. Like they uh, do. And then finally said, I can't do with this anymore. Last night, I laid with another. <laughs> I oh, she cheated. told you. She cheated on me, but she told me. Here's I guess my thoughts on cheating. Thank you. Obviously not a good thing. No. People do it. Not a good thing. Yes. If I were to cheat on a girl and then didn't want to be with her anymore. Yeah. 
you break up with her and you don't tell her about the cheating. There's no point. It's not going to do any good to tell her. It's just going to hurt her. That's right. And vice versa. Yeah. So if I was a lady and I laid with another man and then didn't want to be with you anymore, I'd say, hey, we have to break up. It's just not working for me. You, you wouldn't tell the truth. No. Well, it's not. If you say. You don't need to say You anything. don't need to say it. I you, agree. You, you say, I don't want to be with you anymore. And you go, oh, my God. What, what do you mean? What's wrong? I'm just not that into it anymore. I'm so sorry. I would have felt a lot better about that. Yeah. That would have been so much better. There's no point. There's nothing good from her going, I cheated on you. Shh. What there good was came nothing. from that? I'll tell. Well, nothing. Well, really, Ari, you're right. But there is one good thing I'll tell okay. you. I that day. You now hate women forever. Well, no, you're yeah, I hate. Okay. Well, I no, hate no. my son. No, it's good. Uh, I Ari that day lost my mind. Right. I lost. You my had a breakdown. Breakdown. What age were you? I was like 24. Okay. I not only I lost my mind, I then threw a coin in the air, heads or tails, I said. It landed on heads. I bought it, and it was either heads or tails, LA, New York. That day, I bought a ticket, and I've lived here ever since. Wow. Because I was cheated on by a woman. <laughs> I lost my mind. I was living uh, in. Uh, Have you talked to her since? Well, I I have, and we've uh, made up, and I... I You're it, friends with this woman now? Well, I don't know about friends. We've had some... When was the last time you talked to her? A couple of years ago. You, you know, just, I, you just I, caught up with her. You I her saw her at a mutual friend's wedding one day, and or one weekend, and it was like... It was okay. Like we, Were we, you single we, at the time? Did you hook up with her? I was single at the time. Uh, I don't believe she was, but I think... I could have, but I, I, I knew I shouldn't have. You know, it was just, wow. I, it was too many open yeah, up too a many can emotions. of worms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, remember feeling like I really wanted to, but I didn't because I thought this would be unhealthy. Yeah, because then I would have been like, what did I do? Why did I move? Why was I so uh, um, compulsive? Uh, I lived, but when I moved here, I ended up living uh, downtown. Los Angeles in uh, a haunted hotel in the same apartment that Kevin Spacey lived in in the movie Seven uh, in the living room, and I was having a miserable time living on couches. I actually sh- then moved to another place and I slept on a dog bed. <laughs> I'm oh, six foot an three. Actual dog bed. I slept on a dog bed to get comfort, and then I started building up my life and from the dog bed. From the dog bed. What so, bed are you in now? Uh, regular. Uh, I'm a family man. It's a regular family queen bed. Queen size. Full. Oh, uh, go full queen. Size, queen size. King size. Qu- it's I, queen. I just realized when you asked that that you don't know what size bed you have. I'm a. I am a, such a, a pushover. I guess my son has the big room. The three year old. <laughs> I have a room that only fits a queen size bed in you there. You and your wife. Yeah, yeah. And my son lives in a huge Why room. Why is that? I don't know. I think that I'm giving him the the big big. Is this meat. an apartment? Is this a house? It's an apartment. It's a two bedroom apartment. Yes, yes, yes. One bedroom. The bigger two the bedroom master apartment. bedroom. Master bedroom is, is a your boy. Three year old son, which <laughs> makes zero sense. And I'm living in a small room. There has to be a reason. For it. Was it like that from the start? Did you move well, the in? Reason the reason st- I moved in this room is my, my justification was this room gets less sun. Uh, not meaning my sun, like less heat. 
and and then I went over and I and then I was like, this kid can have the big room. But I I just am afraid now that you just mentioned this, and you are a good therapist because your one little question really dimes in. Is that a term, dime in? I don't know. I think Ari that uh, if you didn't ask that question, once he gets old enough, he would get the biggest piece of meat at the table when he's old enough, and I would. St- I would get the well, second. Well, he's a growing boy. You're but, already but you're done growing. The, I'm the father of the house. I should get the big piece of meat. I would have given it to him. He's already. I'm the father of the house. I need the big room. Yeah, you got to pick one. I mean, he's still so young. You could probably switch rooms right now. He wouldn't even care. No, he might think it's fun. He would think it's fun. Yeah. Hey, we're going to get you a new room. It's a little smaller because you're smaller. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I ended up living here. And I... It's so funny that that's why I'm here, but that's my pursuit of Los Angeles. How did you meet your wife? I met my wife. Uh, are you familiar with James Adomian, the the, the I, stand-up I know who comedian? He is. I don't know him. Okay, so James Adomian, uh, he's a really funny homosexual, homosexual, really funny, really funny impressionist. Really, and he's a really good friend of mine. He was on Last Comic Standing. Yeah, he's he's on, he's on tons right, of wasn't stuff. That, but wasn't that like his his break? I think so. I, yeah. I mean, his break was... I did, he did a bunch of things. I'm not exactly He'd sure. He's been around, obviously. He's been around. But I know... At least that's where I heard of him, I think, was Last Comic Standing. Yeah, it, 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 I think... That's uh, when I first heard his name. Now I've heard his name on a bunch of things. But. Yeah. yeah. She... Uh, yeah, I've... I mean, I... Uh, so I'm good friends with him. He's doing an album taping at The Meltdown. My wife is his manager. Wow. She's an entertainment manager. Wow. And uh, she, my brother is an assistant to an entertainment manager. Oh my yeah, where? Brother. What's the place? He works for Artists First. He's Peter Principata's assistant. This is she just left there. She's just left Artists First. Uh, yeah, well, when it was Principata Young, yeah, she there was you there go. a Small couple of years world. ago. She works at now Haven Entertainment, and she's very happy there. But that's funny. Yeah, I yeah, I've been at every. Up until like three years ago, artist first Christmas party. There I'll you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably know your brother maybe a little. Oh, how He's long only he worked there um, under a year. Yeah. He was an assistant at CAA. He's doing he's, it. He's doing it. Yeah. Is he going to, do you have representation or is he going to represent you? Is that the thought? Um, you know, I would like representation, but if I don't have it by the time, then he would. In six years from now, if I don't have representation, he needs to start then, now. Then he'll be doing. Well, he's an, he's just an assistant. That right? doesn't matter, Ari. He needs to start working with you. It's if he's frowned not. upon there to yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, that. But people do it. Yeah, I bet. Oh, you're right. It is frowned upon. I don't know. Uh, artist first. He'll help me in any way he can. Artist, Let me put it to you that way. If he can, if he can do something for me, he will do it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That is great. Uh, I I bet I would have. Known your brother, I know. I knew his other assistant. He's like the likable version of me. You're he the likable version. No, he's nicer. He looks like me, um, a little taller, a little thinner, and <laughs> a little taller, a little nicer. All right, nicer well, guy. I, I would say that. So, what's your what's your deal with that? I I don't want to turn therapist, but why are you the one that's not? Not, you seem like I'm, personable. I don't think I'm not nice. Okay. He's just ni- he's a sweet. He's nicer. He's a sweet kid. He's yeah. smiling. He's when when you think about a nice guy, you would think of him. Are you jaded? Maybe a little. There you go. Yeah. That's what it is. He's not. He's fresh faced. Yeah, but you even have a beard. from the beginning. From the beginning. Always is yeah. he the particle son? Have you always had to deal with this? Is he always like I'm I'm a good I'm the good boy? 
Um, neither of us were amazing students or anything like that. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to live up to my younger brother. But he puts up with my mother better than I do. I don't put up with bullshit. He's better at just shaking things off. If something happens, he'll he'll sit there and take it and then nod his head and smile. And I'll be like, no, that's not okay. This is bullshit. Ari, is this the comic way? Because yeah. I'm with you on that. I don't like putting up with bullshit. Yeah, I'm not putting up with it. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. But why? I, your brother's way... What, is he living less... He's probably happier. I think he had a more of an outside perspective on things. Yes. So he would watch me kind of be combative and not put <laughs> up with things. Yes. And he would see me get in trouble for it. And he would see me pay the price for this because I was a child. And he'd be like, okay, I'm going to learn from that. Learn from your mistakes. He yeah. learned from your mistakes. He learned from my mistakes. All the way to the top. And it, and it ingrained <laughs> in his personality. And that is why... Uh, he is doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I am. Well, you're in doing a garage. Good. No, but the, uh, garage schmodge. This is a. He, Ari says if you garage. Hear the cars driving by. That's why there we're is cars driving by. But we're in. Uh, we're sitting in front of a nice screen television, flat screen. If mm-hmm. I, if I'm sorry to, I don't want to boast about you, but we're yeah, in flat 1080p, screen. 1080p Samsung. There's, there's brand. lights shining on us. Uh, I guess we didn't even need the lights, and now I think about it because we're not yeah. filming. Yeah, we're not. But filming. we're kind of staring at each other. This is uh, as good as you get. You have your own garage. When That's you, true. When I walked no, in, no, my life could be worse. My life's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got. I'm 29 uh, years old. Reptiles. I'm still in my 20s. I could be, you know, I could be 38, but yeah. I'm still in my 20s. Uh, yeah, I'm depressed I now. Could have a chi- How dare you? I could you? have a child. Yeah. It, but, uh, no, but I mean, at your age, you probably wanted a child. This I kid imagine. is a, uh, honestly, a magical gem, and it's good to have him around. He, uh, and how about your wife? Do you guys get along? We do uh, sometimes. <laughs> like any wife, you would. You know, like we get along fine. She's a, she's a nice see, lady. You see this marriage lasting? I, uh, I mean, we've already been together like six or so years. So hopefully, for the kid's yeah. sake. <laughs> so, at least, so at least for the next 18 years. Maybe you know who knows. I hope it lasts. We get along uh, fine. Uh, oh man, ish, not a ish. lot of confidence here. Well, you know how any any relationship has. Its Maybe this is it. what we got to talk about. Well, I get emotional about it. Well, the reason. Uh, well, there's no. Uh, I mean, she's just been in New York, so she is. She's in, been in where? She's in New York. She lives there. Well, not lives there, but the le- next couple months she's there because she's also. Uh, Hassan Minaj's manager. Okay, and he I've has a he has a new show uh, coming up on Netflix, and she's the executive producer producer for that show. So she has to live in New York to kind of executive produce for the next couple months while they're filming. So she has an apartment, and this and that. But we're actually going there uh, this week uh, to um, be there. So it's just like it's fine. We're doing fine. But she's just been away for like a month and a half, and I'm like wow. a single dad with a three year old, which is kind of interesting. It's a lot of work. It is. It You're is. a stay-at-home dad. Well, I work a lot though. So what's your? What's your? He's at preschool. What do you do for money mostly? For most, uh, I do uh, here, here and there, a little uh, stand-up gigs, which is fun because I'm not a, technically a stand-up, but who? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I am. I guess no, I'm you getting are paid stand-up. to do it. You're, you're not a national touring headliner, but you're a stand-up. Right, right, and uh, I also serve at restaurants. Okay, uh, I work. I work at an Indian gastro pub. Is it uh, good? Unbelievable. The way you described it sounds really good. It is. Indian gastro pub. I'll tell you how good it is. I want to go there. Please. It's called Bidmash. 
and we are voted the num or out of twenty four restaurants gl- globally or nationwide number something in there as one of the best. So and you also have a podcast of your own. Yeah, with my good friend Maddie Carteropol. He's on TV. And what's TV, your podcast called? The Maddie and Anthony podcast. Very clever. Podcast. We thought a lot you about that. You also produce a show. Yeah, yeah. At the complex. Yes, I do. On it, Sundays. It's called Good uh, Times. Uh, and then I also I also do videos with my friend Megan on uh, from here and there. So I work. I try my hardest. Podcasting is really fun, and I uh, I like that stuff. So yeah, I'm doing all. You're doing a lot of things. Yeah, considering you have a job, a kid, and a wife. Yeah, yeah, th- that's right. You got to find it though. You can't leave. I remember. I even I did your show at the complex, and there was a celebrity in the audience. Oh yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah, did, and. Uh, that's Stephen Briggs, uh, do you know Stephen Briggs? Yeah, he really laid into the the that celebrity, right? Um, no, he didn't lay I in. I shouldn't t- say he that. Talked, he acknowledged he his acknowledged, existence, but yeah. he didn't acknowledge who he was. Yeah, uh, he just talked to him like. Do you remember the, the celebrity? Uh, something I forget isn't something Simpson. Yeah, well, he uh, he's from uh, always sunny in Philadelphia. Always sunny That's in where Phil- I recognize him Philadelphia. And he, it's funny after I went up. I sat. Back. I was sitting next to him the entire show, right yeah. next to him. He was sitting. We could touch hands like that. We were yeah. sitting this close. Let's look and, him up. We know this guy. And um, <laughs> and I recognized him, but I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to make him weird. So right. But it was it was interesting. I was like, what is he doing here? This was uh this was a real question. Jimmy Simpson. Yeah. So Jimmy Simpson. Uh, this is a this was a real question throughout. The night. It was a real, uh, what is this guy, Jimmy Simpson, doing here? Everyone was finding out. So We figured it out. We did. Well, yeah. it, what people assumed, since Maddie's on television and this and that, that it was Maddie's friend. But actually, he's dating a, a girl who's just moved here from the UK who's a stand-up comedian. Yeah. She's trying to do spots. And he is quite the gem, though. I'm going to tell you this. Everybody on that show, uh, he was going to an Emmy party, but for some reason, no, at the Emmys, I believe he was at the Emmys, he was doing, he posted about our show. Really? And talked about, uh, you were probably mentioned. Uh, no, he, I wasn't, but that's well, awesome. Everyone was yeah. tagged. Yeah. And he, and I was like, this man, because I was watching. Did you get any followers from it? I did. I did. Wow. And he's a really cool guy. We've been yeah. corresponding from time to time. And, wow. And uh, he's a really like cool Great guy, and yeah. uh, that was that, that was actually really great. That I wonder he how many millions of dollars he has. Oh man, probably several. I would say maybe not million. Well, he's been on a lot of shows. I'd say he's at least worth. I'm just guessing. I have no idea, but he's been on two syndicated TV shows: House now. of Cards. Oh, I forgot he was on House. He's of on Cards. House of Cards. Three then. Yeah, he's got Always Sunny, House of Cards, and Westworld. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. Half a million I'd a say, year. I'd say, oh, a year. I'd say net worth. <laughs> We're just guessing. Yeah, there's a hundred percent a guess. Well, since three he's, to six million. Since he's been uh, a gentleman and uh, following and liking things I do, I want to give him a shout out. And I, I don't know how much you make, and I appreciate you because you know you could be on yeah, the I'm safe not, side. No, no, Ari, this is uh, you know we got to get him on both positive. of our podcasts. This guy <laughs> will come on. I feel like he's a good man. You never know. You never know. 
Well, sometimes you meet a celebrity and they're uh, a little bit. No, I mean, they're a little, little standoffish. Stand, it, maybe uh, is the word. I've never really met anyone who I've walked away going, that guy. I probably have, actually. But most people you meet, you don't walk away going, that guy sucks. What an asshole. Right. You go, okay, he just. He's not overly friendly, but you know what? He doesn't have to be. Right. You know, I can't expect that from every person in the world just because he didn't come and introduce himself. Yeah, he's a normal guy. He just wants to live his normal life. Are you into celebrity culture? Do you like... I mean, it's weird not to ask somebody. You don't like it. You don't not like at seeing all. I mean, guys. I'm not anti-celebrity. Of course, I'm just yeah. not... Yeah, I don't know who's who. I don't Do you get impressed? I don't get impressed. I've been impressed if I'm a real... If I'm an actual giant fan of them. Like, um, the two times I felt a little starstruck... Yeah. Was uh, I was in the presence of Adam Sandler for one of them. That's a good a one. Struck, and then another one, uh, Louis C.K. That's a good one too. Well, Both I mean, we'll say, I, I was a little nervous. Of course, of course, you. It's a nerve wracking thing. The time I was most nervous, again coming from Minnesota, um, Prince, the man himself from Minnesota, used to do he's from Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Oh, I didn't know that. And his recording studio, Paisley Park, is uh, not too far. Maybe like. 25 30 minutes from my house and he used to perform for free from like one in the morning to like five in the morning every friday that he was in town and i would go to his shows every friday wow and uh i i was nervous one time he was standing in the corner kind of minding his own business and this was my time to approach and that's when i was really nervous i said hello thank you for coming in and his bodyguard immediately threw me to the ground because I'm a tall man, and, and he said, Prince doesn't look up to anybody. You have to sit down, or because Prince, and Prince is a short man, <laughs> or wow. was. This, he threw you to the ground. And said, Prince doesn't look up to anybody. You can't stand over Prince and have a conversation with him. So that was an interesting. Uh, See, that makes me not like him as much. Well, but, I mean, you, you, all the folklore behind Prince, I mean, it's, it, he's a mysterious man. It's like, of course that's going to happen with somebody like I that. Guess. Yeah, it was. It made me feel weird, but then I was just like, "All right, all right, I'm, I'm gonna go Prince. listen to this music." You yeah, know? that's Prince for you. Um, but other than that, uh, I feel like everybody's been um, cool. Like we get our, get our fair share of celebrities in L.A. It's yeah. fine to see them. I love it. Well, I guess yeah. I don't love it. I mean, I don't know. What do I yeah. care? Yeah, it's just here. That's the interesting thing. Here, it's just oh, there's a guy. I feel like it's kind of like seeing a deer. In other places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh. it's a spotting Look thing. At the deer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my and then God. After a few minutes, you're like, all right, I've seen the deer. <laughs> <laughs> One time I, uh, so I have a, uh, a sector of my family. And then after a while, you're just like, yeah, there's deer all the time. I've seen, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen, seen a deer. couple of deer. Yeah. Deer's a deer. I wonder if there's a celebrity tick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Instead of a deer tick. You want to stay away from deers. Yeah, I think that's all it is. I think you, and then you get less impressed. Maybe if you go to a petting zoo and pet a deer. Then you only get impressed that that deer has huge antlers. Yes, right. And you're like, oh, that's, that, that is impressive. Yeah. For, even for a deer. I've that's seen right. a lot of deers, but that's an impressive deer. A uh, celebrity with huge antlers would be the best, too. Like an mm -hmm. antler hat or something like <laughs> that. They're walking around. Then you could really... But I don't think celebrities want to be known too well. I'm sure being at the comedy store, which I love the... And the Tommy... The the blonde hair... The thin, blonde, long-haired yeah. man. Uh-huh. Um... I used to have such interactions yeah, with him. Yeah, you probably knew him better than me. I, I didn't really give him the time well, of day. This, this is I how mean, much, he didn't give me the time of day either. This but. is how much he, uh, I know him, which I love. Uh, I used to hang out at the comedy store 
Uh, I love going to the Ding Dong Show. Oh, I love yeah. Don Barris and, yeah. and his antics, uh, uh, you know, with all that stuff. I, 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 yeah. It's still going on there, right? Yeah, longest-running show at the comedy store. And he still closes every show? Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so I would go there, and and so the that show is upstairs in the belly room? That, that's right. And so I remember walking by Tommy's office, and, and Tommy says, you, uh, come in here to me. And uh, I was like, what's happening? All right, yeah. What's happening? So he had this office. I sat down. We had a f- kind of a few-minute conversation. He starts kind of name-dropping, uh, 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 talking about how he could be the best stand-up comedian if he really wanted to be, but this was his passion. And then he's like, <laughs> he was like, we got to get you up. We got to get you up more often, this and that. And then I walked away, and I was like, this man doesn't know me at all. Right, he didn't know me. Yeah, he didn't. I I never really had yeah, performed that's how there. Crazy he, was. he just pulled me, and I he thought just, I was in trouble. He pulls people in and talks to them like he's a god. He didn't yeah. know me. He th- I think he thought I was uh, like some kind of like up and coming stand up comedian that's always Is it there. Possible that he he didn't know you, but he recognized your face. Like he's I you don't know if that's because even possible. I didn't know him at all. Mm-hmm. I had maybe two interactions with him ever, but he definitely knew my face. He, I wasn't there enough to where. If I walked by, he'd be like, that guy hangs out at the comedy store. I loved going to the Ding Dong show. That's the only way he would get to know me. Um, and I don't, I mean, it, I, it, I think so it was a mistaken was like, identity. When he was like, we got to get you up more, <laughs> do you just nod your head and go, yeah. I immediately knew he mistake, it was mistaking me for somebody else. But did but did, you <laughs> didn't correct him. You just nod your head and go. Exactly. Yeah, we got to get me up more. For thank sure. you so love, much. would love to. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for pulling me in here, Tommy. Uh, I knew him, and then you know, and then I walked away, and I was like, "That was so great." This guy really thought I was somebody. I knew immediately. Yeah, bizarre. Well, how how would See, he? Have... I think in my head, I yeah, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. In my head, I don't think he thought you were anyone else. You think he thought he was me? I think no, anyone no who walked by, he would have been like, "Come in here." <laughs> I feel like you're probably right yeah. about that. Anyway, could have been he could have been a child. He said, yeah. "Get in here, kid. You're you're a young comedian, right?" That's what I think he was in the mood to boast. He just wanted to talk. He, because most of the conversation. He feeling like the man. Yes. Most of the conversation was about he, how he um, could be the best in the business, but he liked what he was doing there. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. Right. And uh, I, was, I was kind of politely listening. And I was like, well, it's great. And then he's like, we got to get you up more often. I never performed there at the time. I think I performed there a couple of times from then. But I liked going to the... I love the folklore behind the comedy store. Yeah. Is there still the wall that's close to the... Is the main room... The There's the dark room. What is that one? There's the original room, the main room, and the belly room. So the main room, it was... was that wasn't built for Richard Pryor. Is that, was that the room... Was it for his special, his HBO special? Um, the fancy room. I don't know if room. it was built for his special. Right. But that's the one that Richard Pryor recorded his special in. Yeah. So in the back, there's uh, like so right behind is like the back area, and it looks like the there's green room a, with the, the piano, and, and it looks like there's a, a area for cocaine if you yeah, really want. There's to. a piano that isn't a, it's a, a piano coffee table. It's yeah. not a real piano. Yeah, and it's made out of mirrors. <laughs> exactly, so the entire surface is, is a mirror. <laughs> I love and it, and so it yeah, it looks like a. 
and everybody like something it, to cocaine. If on. you like weed, that is a room for you. It just seems like it. Maybe um, it, at the time it's changed. Yeah, now it yes. used to be you could kind of smoke weed anywhere. And now you got to go to the backyard. Ari, the the time I was there, I remember uh, Boom Shakalaka. Do you know this man? Boone Chakalaka. So Boone Chakalaka was, uh, I believe, in the kitchen making a grilled cheese sandwich. And this is the kind of rules that they had there. This man is like a homeless man, and he's making himself uh, uh, whatever he wants. It was a no man's land. But I remember, in, and I hope this room's still there, there's like a white kind of room with uh, mirrors and lights. And I believe that is a cursed room if you sign the wall. Do you know about this? I do not know about that. Every, oh, there's a room that's th- supposed to be cursed if you everyone signs a wall but they don't do it anymore because it's a cursed room. I you know more about the folklore than I do. I don't know what a room that is. Uh so beside so you walk down this dark hallway in the back and then there's like a little room with a few mirrors and it's all white. Maybe it's painted over huh. now. Yeah, it might be and, different. And and apparently signing the wall is it's like bad luck. is bad luck. Huh. Uh but you good, you know, because hopefully uh, you didn't sign the wall. I didn't. I I'm waiting. Hey, if they want to put my name on the wall, that's the dream. But I'm not going to put my name. No, on not on the, the outside of the I wall. Know, I know, I know, different. On this wall, it should wall, not be that's the, the only dream. wall I'm thinking of. Yes, yeah. If, if there's potential, you're going to be on there. You're always there. You're paid regular now. I'm not. No. If oh, it, you're if not. You're, you're paid m- regular, then you get your name on the wall, which is perfect. Which is beautiful, right? That's. The do dream. you know? Do you know if if you're on the wall, you're there. You're like always going to be on the wall? Or yeah, yeah, unless they tear the building down. If your name's on the wall, it's staying on the oh, wall. Oh, I love it. So all the previous payrollers, even if the ones that are dead or don't get spots anymore or whatever, their names are on the wall. I love it. I, I don't know how I got into that comedy store thing, but what were t- I really forget. I don't forget. remember either, but we are deflecting the purpose of this podcast. Is your therapy. To help you out. I think we got to figure out maybe my my wife living in New York City right now and me living in Los Angeles. You miss her? Is that the problem? Well, I do miss her. I'm happy that she's there. Is it too much work for you to take care of the kid by It yourself? ain't easy. Are you allowed to hire a babysitter? We got a babysitter. Kathy's her name. Real nice, sweet gem. Okay, but, so you got a babysitter. And but you're, occasionally. Are you allowed to hook up with the babysitter? I have a couple times. Oh, but nice. hook up meaning uh, give her money. I did... Yeah, yeah, give her money. I can't. Woo! No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not allowed to hook up with anybody. God, so you guys have a faithful relationship to each other? I you believe so. Who yeah. knows? But you, at least you do. Well, what's going on out in New York, really? Let's be honest. But She's least, always busy. But at least you do. Well. You're faithful. Yeah, I'm a faithful man. So you got a, you got a kid. Your wife's in New York for a couple of months. At least it's just a couple of months. I think this is just one of those... Those things that it sucks. It's Hollywood, baby. It sucks. It's Hollywood. But, you know, it's going to make you guys grow in the end. It's going to make you miss each other. It's going to make you appreciate each other. Yeah. You already, you already appreciate that you have to do more work. You appreciate the amount of work she did when she was in town. This is bad advice. You're not, no, I'm just kidding. It's beautiful, but you're not a real therapist. I'm a real, the hell I'm you a know? real unlicensed therapist. Yeah, you're unlicensed. What do you know? How old are you? I'm 29 years 20, old. That's, you said you're 29. Well, I guess you could be a therapist at that point, but you'd be an apprentice. She, let's be honest. You wouldn't be like the old guy in the Yeah, work. but I'm really smart and talented and skilled. Like you said I, you didn't go to college. Am I right? No, I went to college. For what? Uh, film and digital media. Well, that has nothing to do with therapy. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I've watched a lot of stuff about therapy. You were 20 minutes late to your own home. 
that's <laughs> Ari. a separate issue. Ari. Um, I, this is something maybe I, I'd like to ask you. Since we're in a therapy session, yeah. forget about it. It's fine, the lady in New York. Maybe she's going to be there forever. That's fine. That's, <laughs> that'd be funny if that she'll, was. She'll be back. The question I At ask. At least to pick up her do you think, skirts. Do you think I have fully gotten over that, uh, the fact that my girlfriend cheated on me and I moved here at a drop of a hat? Well, I hope you have because you're married with a kid. So it would be it would be very unfortunate if you still are getting over getting cheated on. That being said, let me ask you this. Right. Do you have a constant fear that your wife is cheating on you? No, I think we're I'm fine with it. You're secure. I don't know if I'm secure. This is the thing is are we ever secure? I have a lot of anxiety. But are you fairly secure? You're not like I've been cheated on once before. They're all going to cheat. I can sleep at night. You can sleep at night. So I think you're fine then. I think if you really weren't getting over it, you would have a lot of major trust issues in your current relationship. Well, that's good. What do you think about, you know, the idea of performing a stand-up comedy routine for your first time falling through a wall, but continually, continually doing it? Am I insane? Well, it's either two things happened. Either you thought to yourself, well, that was horrible, and I need to get better. And I'm going to keep doing this until I master it because that was so, so bad. Or you're insane, and you have no idea what's going on around you, and you just like attention, and you're just doing stand-up comedy for attention. It's one of those two things. But the fact that you have a successful wife and you have a child but and, what about and, my success and you're you're pursuing a lot of different things and oh. you're you're going after it makes me leads me to believe that you're not insane at least not that insane i feel and good about it this. was the first option that you had a terrible first time on stage and you thought to yourself okay well that wasn't good but it's only uphill from there you know Ari, I only just, up not up and uphill actually. Here's something I, I do want to ask you, and this is a true true statement to you right now, as a unlicensed unlicensed. Was Therapist. that a was that? A, do you think that has something to do with the fact that I am uh, nervous? I can't get the word out. Is that subconscious? Anyway, well, that is another thing. Ari, are as a unlicensed therapist, are you supposed to give advice, or am I just supposed to talk and figure out myself? I don't know what's going on. I with think the, it's both. Sometimes both. they end. It ends up we just have a conversation. But I like the ones where I really tell you what to do. And either fix your life or ruin it. I kind of want you to well, ruin it. One of, well, one of the two things could happen, right? Either your life gets better from my advice, or, or it will be ruined worse. from your advice, or worse. I vey. Uh, are you so you're saying that some of your advice has gone downhill throughout the days? You know, I'd like to think that I'm getting better at it. <laughs> um, but better from the early episodes. I may have ended a relationship or two. You personally gave somebody advice. They left somebody they loved because you told them to? Or they got left by somebody they loved because of what I told them to do. What did you tell them to do, Ari? There was an early episode with a man, I don't know if you know him, named Ken Gar. Okay. And he was having some troubles with a lady. So maybe they would have ended anyway. Who knows? 
And I wrote him a poem to send to said lady. Oh, my God. Do you write poems? I did in this case. And so your life her, is always, you're just doing sent things? sent the poem, and they broke up. <laughs> Over the poem. I, you know, I wasn't there. Do you have the poem? It was, this was years ago. Years ago? But so, yeah, no, I don't have it. Yeah. But... What was the sentiment? Do you remember the sentiment? Was it was an acronym poem using her name. Oh, my God. And, you know, there was some compliments to her, to this young lady. There was some jokes. Did you know her to give I've her this? i never met com- her, no. You do- how do you compliment somebody you don't know? It was a generic compliment. <laughs> so just, you're a woman of beauty. Yeah, something <laughs> along the lines of her beauty. I think I comment on her sweet, sweet ass. No. You yeah. said something about a sweet ass in the poem. Remember, this wasn't from me, the poem. It, it was from Ken. But Ken as an unlicensed the therapist, ass? Ass. You don't... I mean, this is something... Everyone likes to have a nice ass. Well, I... It, but the poem... Uh, Would you it, rather me say you have a flat, shitty ass? No. She I'd, doesn't want to hear that. I'd rather you give advice that has nothing to do with a poem. A poem? Well, here's the thing. I You've was trying, never written a poem. He, I was asking him if he was did any romantic gestures lately, and he hadn't. And I said, write her a poem. Have you? Have you done any romantic gestures for your wife lately? When was the last time oh, you took her out romantic, on a date? Romantic gestures. When was the last time you got her flowers? We, we've got a kid. You just sit around, and you don't talk to each other. You, you gotta, just kind of watch it. What she if watches one day you came home? With some flowers, just from Ralph's. They don't need to be expensive flowers. What if one day you went to Ralph's, you were grocery shopping, wherever you go. Okay. You saw some discounted flowers because they were a little wilted. Oh, God. Discounted? Yeah, I mean, you're not a rich man. You, you work at a, at a Jamaican restaurant. It is Indian, and An I'm going to tell restaurant. you something here. The, the will, what, this is terrible. That way, they're, that way they're, they're, you're on a budget. There's, it's the thought that counts. You have the flowers. They're, they're not the most beautiful flowers in the world, but they're flowers. Oh, and you buy them from the grocery store and you bring them home. And you say, honey, I got you these. I was thinking about you today. They're wilted and half dead. You don't, need, you don't say that. No, 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 but you, they you are. remove the price from them. The, she two, know. the 50 cents for a day old, they're going to die. Yeah, they're, they're for that moment. Ari. For that moment. You said you've learned from those years ago. I'm saying. Is your, as, is your uh, wife kind of picky about those things? Who wouldn't be? Nobody wants that. It's the thought that counts. It's not the flowers. It's the fact that you thought about her and got her the flowers. But the thought that counts also led you to write a poem for a woman you didn't know. I had a girlfriend one time. My dad. Okay. My dad. Here's a little story. My dad used to go around our neighborhood once a week and go through people's trash looking for some oh, hidden Lord. treasures. You know? Good Lord. Is he a hoarder? Uh, not a hoarder, but he, he likes a good deal. I don't, a good deal in garbage is the best Great. deal you That's could right. get. So, and he lived in a nice neighborhood. So once a week on, <laughs> on garbage day, he would go through people's trash and see if he could find any good scores. And one day he brought home this stuffed animal. It was perfect, perfectly good oh. condition. This is awful. It was awful. a nice stuffed animal. It looks like someone at a fair. Who knew? Oh, I have a headache. And he's like, hey, do you want to give this to your girlfriend? And I was like, yeah, that's great. So I have I, a headache. So I brought her a stuffed animal. And I said, hey, got this for you. I was thinking about you. She loved it. She loved it. Is this it. the end of the story? <laughs> this isn't. I know what's going to happen. 
I mean, we broke up not because of that, though. We it, broke up because of other reasons. You know why people throw... Sometimes they throw away couches. You know what happens? Huh. Bed bugs, lice. Your I mean, dad you have, didn't you never pay attention. You but oh. there, I don't think there was anything. There you was don't no think? Do you know officially why you broke well, up? And did you break up with her or did she break up with you? She broke up with me. Okay. Is there... And not too long afterwards? Not too long afterwards. Is there a potential... That you had a love that you <laughs> gave fleas or lice to. <laughs> Is there a potential? Or, or, or I don't think she got the fleas from that. I she, think it was something else. So she did get no, fleas. No, 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 I'm just kidding. But the head lice, pe- the, a perfectly fine stuffed animal, like you said, does not get thrown away unless there's a reason. Ari, your dad didn't... Here's what the reason was. This is the It was the a poem. rich person going through their stuff, and they said, what don't I need anymore? This stuffed animal's taking up space. They threw it out. It was a fine stuffed animal. We broke up because I asked another girl for naked pictures of herself. Oh, and she God. She saw out. that? Yeah, she saw it. Why were you doing that after the stuffed I animal? I was 19 years old. I made, I made mistakes. Ari, I love the idea of you asking... A na- she finds out about the naked girl. She, went on my, she logged into my Facebook account. She's gone through the messages and she and sees she it saw that I asked a girl. For I, I am also herself. picturing while you're telling me this, I, I'm picturing her looking at this naked picture while itching her head. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this is a real sad story. And I really I cried a lot. You did. I, I imagine it was very similar to when you found out, uh, even though I was the shady one, I imagine the feeling of heartbreak was very similar to when you found out you got cheated on and you got dumped. I mean, I overreacted now that I look back. I did, too. I told her I had cancer to try and get no, it back. No, you did not. Yeah. Cancer? I told her I had cancer to try and win her what back. What kind of cancer? Like, testicular. You told her... Did you tell her your balls need to be removed? I told her I had testicular cancer. At 19? I going to happen. Yeah. Did 19. she get back with you? No. Because she knew you were lying or because... thunderstorm. What's going on? Uh, somebody's moving... I think... That a lie of cancer, there's a big thunder sound right when Ari mentioned that he told an, a, a 19-year-old woman that he gave lice to and uh, <laughs> naked pictures. I wasn't the best guy. But he had cancer. I made mistakes. I wasn't a bad guy. I made mistakes. The Lord just made thunder because of your lying of cancer. Have you done this again? No. I learned from both those things. I haven't asked girls for naked photos while I had a girlfriend, and I have not... Uh, told the lady I had cancer. Oh, my God. I have received God. some naked photos. Did you think that you would go to the extent of shaving your head for cancer to stay with her? If that's what it would have taken in that moment, I would have done you it. You were in love. I was in love. I wanted her back. If, but, if, if, I, if, I, if shaving my head would have gotten her back, I would have done it. You were so much in love that you were asking other women for nudes. And then you wanted to lie about I cancer? I was a horny kid and I made a mistake. And I learned as soon as I got caught, I realized. Does she know about the cancer lie? Yeah. She knew right away. And what did she say? You son of a bitch. You don't have cancer. I think it was more like, hey, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. And what'd you say? You should date my brother. He's a nice guy, way better than me. I said, you made me crazy. Holy Lord, Ari. Have you ever, is that the only line? I feel like you keep turning the therapy around on me. Well, no, no. I'm just trying to. We're here to help you. But if I. There's no repairing this. If I'm looking for an unlicensed therapist, I must ask some questions. Now, I don't know if this is healthy because if I'm writing poetry and giving lice ridden uh, bugs to a woman. I really feel like that might be an issue. You know? 
Yeah. It makes me sad to think that there's a woman out there that, that I or, or for if, you. I don't think she got lice, but if she did, I imagine the lice is gone. But I also feel bad for uh, because of the cancer thing. That is a cold face lie, but I love it. I kind of like the, the the desperation. I mean, yeah, I, I was. It was the most desperate, pathetic moment of my life. What cold to this day? Snake to this shit. day, that was probably the most pathetic that I have been. But I love. But but I was thinking she's a cold-hearted snake, and I gotta ask you this: Ari has snakes. He loves snakes and reptiles. Is that why you were drawn to her? She's a cold-hearted snake. No. No, they're unrelated. You love snakes. I like reptiles and snakes. Unrelated to that heartbreak. All right, back. Uh, let's go. I'll, I'll turn it back on me and, and, and just ask a few questions about me. That uh, Why do There's you... some self-therapy here. Oh, no, no. I'm asking you. Okay. Uh, to see what you would do. And this is just me as a young man. I was in a long-distance relationship from Minneapolis into Chicago. And this lady I was dating um, wanted the white picket fence. Uh, I, she ended up being she a She wanted nerd. a normal family. Nor- and she, we were young. Uh, yeah. and, and I was... How, how could have I made this? I mean, we got along all right. This is crazy. We were young kids. And the first time I ever made love to a woman was this woman. You lost your virginity to this woman. And we were reading like sexual magazines and doggy style was the first time I ever had sex. I did doggy style. What do you think? First of all, could have I stayed in a relationship with that in his doggy style first sex? I think that relationship wouldn't have worked out. What about the doggy style for losing your virginity? That's weird, right? I bet you it is not the norm. Why did I yeah, But do it's not that? that weird. At least it wasn't, uh, you know, anal. It wasn't. <laughs> I really wish I would have lost. It wasn't reverse cowgirl. It wasn't. <laughs> you know, there could have been weirder. You're things. right. It could have been a threesome. You know, there could be weirder ways to lose your virginity. But yeah, is that the most common way? No. Why did we do that? Why didn't we just meat and potatoes? Well, I guess it's still meat and potatoes. But I don't know. That does sound strange. Even with magazines, that sounds like a strange uh I'm sure you had logic for it at the time, in the moment, that you uh, don't remember. I don't understand. Maybe she had uh, something she was a little self-conscious about on the front, or vice versa. Oh. Maybe you had a little thing, and you pitched that as an idea, because you're like, this way, she's not going really yeah, to pay it attention it to the mole been... right above my urethra. Yeah, that, I, don't, I don't think I thought of that, but maybe there was, I think... Did you have a mole above your urethra? I don't remember what a urethra is. Urethra uh, is the, where your urine comes out of. Well, PP? Uh, <laughs> I think I don't. And you didn't then either? Well, who knows? Maybe she did. Could you imagine if she did? My first girlfriend had extremely large labia lips oh god and i didn't know because it was the first um real life vagina i had seen so besides porn and i was like well maybe this just this is what real ones look like this poor thing so i was into it you liked this well i mean i just liked it because it was a vagina but then now that i'm older i i go oh no she had a a large labia vagina poor i thing, prefer lady something else she's still out there with those I think she's engaged. I think she's fine. Yeah, she's but she's she's she still has them, which is kind of a bummer for her. There well, might she, I think I looked it up. There's surgeries you could do if you wanted. You could get labia surgery. I know, but uh, let's be honest, she didn't do it. Yeah, she still has them. That labia. poor fella, poor her. She she's living with a defect. Maybe that guy loves them. Yeah, I don't know. 
Some guys like little or large labias. Well, this guy does. He's engaged to her. How did you yeah. know you were engaged? Was it a stalking thing? Please don't tell. Uh, if as a therapist, no, no, uh, no, no. no, no. I, we're just our friends on social media. Are you still friends? Like, if what, is she potentially going to listen to this? Does she know she has a large Ooh, labia? Good question. I don't think she's going to listen to this. If does I she, were a guest, I would say no. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. But I think if she was listening to this, then her fiance should break up with her because she shouldn't be listening to this. If I caught my fiance listening to her yeah. ex-boyfriend's podcast, I'd be like, that's a little weird. Have you ever looked at pictures recently of her and wondered what it would have been like? No, I don't miss her. I mean, I wish her nothing she but the best. She had that labia. I, I wish her nothing but the best, but I uh, moved on from that relationship. That feels, I'm quick. glad you did. Yeah, that one was not a lingering uh, heartbreak. I was one that ended it in the end, and... Yeah, it was fine. I like to think if we were in the room right now, we'd say, hey, how are you? Everything oh would be good. God. With this girl, I can't. Every time, Ari, I would go to uh, from Minneapolis to Chicago, I remember I was outside of a parking lot with this woman at a Dairy Queen. And now every time you go to Dairy Queen, you think about her. Well, kind of, yeah, but I was bawling. I don't know what I'm doing going to Chicago. This is the life for me. Balling like a, every time, every can I come back? It's eight hour trip. Uh, I have some and ad- I doggy think I, style. I have some advice for you. I think that can get you past this as well as help with the relationship troubles that are currently going well, on. There's the some distance. troubles. I'll tell you much. Have More you than ever been distance. to a place called uh, the Hong Kong in Tijuana, Mexico? What is it? It's a legal brothel. That sounds but not so bad. Yeah, it's a few hours away. I like this already. Go there, you bring hundred dollars. Hundred bucks. Get yourself a lady for a half hour. Half hour. Uh cerveza, a little beer, mm. and some carne asada tacos on your way out. On the way out, because you don't want to get too full. That's better on the way out. Right, yeah. right, right. Have yourself a wonderful night. Just you just need a night a you night, you know? A you night to get Me away, blow off some steam. You got to go to the Hong Kong and Tijuana, Mexico. Have you been there? Several times. And you've made love? Or are you open about this? Uh, I mean, it's assumed. I mean, it's a great time. You'll have a great time. Are you, are you, so you won't admit that you did what you did? I'll admit that you had a great it's, time. A, great, it's a great time over there. Wow. I had a friend that went to a, a lady like that. And this is always why I was afraid to do this. She, her name was Rosie. Uh, he went in there and she gave him a full bath. There's showers in the, in these rooms at the Hong Kong too. You could take a shower if you want. Charged the man four hundred dollars. Ooh, this must be American one. This was American, yeah. four hundred bucks, and that's all she gave him, Ari. She didn't give him hand job, nothing. I'd refuse to pay the four hundred. He didn't. He actually left thinking that they might be in a relationship. I I'm afraid that this might happen. Well, he sounds autistic. Yeah, well, he's a little. I think he was. When I say I think he is paranoid schizophrenic, so yeah, maybe that is a I thing. Knew he had some mental disorder. But but this is an is a rec- So you're my as a therapist uh, is a, uh, is telling me a brothel fixes all my troubles. I think it could. Yeah. And you've been there, but you won't admit to what happened. Uh, I mean, I'll admit to. We had fun. That's had all we. Night. And yeah. it's okay. We don't need to get into the details. Yeah, I mean, I kind of told you. I mean, by go there, get a beer, get a lady, get some tacos. How much are we talking the full night, including beer, tacos, and lady? $100, $120. You walk away like a king. 
Yeah. Wow. Brothel. And is it a lineup? You pick, I like this one. Um, it's a strip club slash brothel. So you go in there and there's maybe 50 girls dancing around on dancing, poles, dancing whatever, on poles. hanging out and you just go up to the one you want and say, unreal. Uh, and doing? Tijuana does it, but you're, it's a dangerous place. Tijuana, right? I think Tijuana is dangerous. If you get too drunk, if you wander down an area that you're not familiar with, but I think if you go there and you're a responsible person and you stick to the, you know, the popular destinations, it's perfectly safe. Personally, that's my thought. I've been going there since I was a kid. I'm from oh. San Diego. I've been going to Mexico since I was a kid. You know, there's safe years, there's dangerous years, there's drug cartel, all this stuff. But to me, if you're not an idiot, yeah. you don't go there and get shit-faced and hit on some random girl or start a fight with some random dude. If you go there and you go eat or you go shopping or you go to a bar, you go to a strip club. Right. And you, you're fine. Unreal. Uh, can I ask you something? Uh, this is when you said San Diego. I've got to see if you know because you like a you still like a brothel. I mean, maybe we won't get into the details how much you like it. Mm-hmm. But it, I went to San Diego, and I I was at a bachelor party, and the the this cab driver suggested this place. You go there. It's an after hours bar. That's all we wanted. We show up. And it's a sex club. Have you ever heard of this in, in San Diego? I've heard of it, but I've Do you never know what it's experienced called? it. No. It, they I have them in L.A. too, by the way. I did not go in. We pulled up. We didn't know what we were getting into. And this lady was like, okay, $100. Men go in naked with flip-flops. Nice. And you just, and you just head in. And uh, I would have gone. There's there's glory holes and all Ooh, this. I wouldn't have done that. Do you know why I know there's glory holes? Because we looked it up later, and they actually yelp about this place. And, wow. and people are talking about. I don't know if they're joking, but it was just like the glory I would, holes. I would are like subpar. to go there right now, but not even participate. I just want to go witness it. Well, it's a military town. They need to get there. San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, but it's both. It's not like. You know, depends what part of San Diego. I guarantee, yeah. brother, it ain't a hundred and a hundred dollars with some tacos and a beer. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. I'm so. I don't even price. think about brothels, Ari. Well, there you go, dude. I just fixed your whole life. Well, I go. Uh, my idea of a good day in uh, Tijuana is there's a hotel there that invented the Caesar salad. And I wanted to go, and I've really thought. You do both. You do both in one day. You go there during the day. You get a Caesar salad. From the inventor, and then after that, you go to the Hong Kong. See, this is what's wrong with me, though. I wanted to go to the inventor. Oh, and that's not the place of the restaurant. The inventor is is the inventor of, right? I don't know. Uh, uh, but you didn't know the name of the restaurant, because I really thought you Oh, were, right. No, no, It's no. a hotel. I've always thought... Hotel del Cesar. I've always thought I want the Caesar salad. I've never thought... I want the life. Okay, have you ever had a Caesar salad where they have actual fish in it? Like I'm sure the anchovies? Is, I um, have. Uh, you think it's that type of place? It invented it. I'm sure it's good. Oh man, I don't want that kind of I don't want that kind of Caesar. I get afraid of Mexican lettuce and all this, you know, cuz I don't want to get diarrhea. Yeah, it'd be worth it if you had the OG Caesar. I'd That's what I'm saying. For that. But I, I'm just kind of confused. You, you, you as an unlicensed therapist are confusing my, because I always thought the Caesar salad. That's all I thought. But there is so much to Tijuana. Yeah. Fireworks. Go to a cockfight. 
go to the beach. Have you been to a cockfight? No, or you like probably to, can't though. talk about it. I'd like to go. They have the the shows, the the banana lady shows. I've heard. Oh, you've heard about it. I've yeah, heard about that's it at the Hong Kong. Oh, you that's the place. Yeah, you've seen the banana lady. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that. The banana lady is very fun time. All right. I've already decided. Unlicensed therapist. I need to move on. I need to find a new unlicensed therapist. I, you've been <laughs> to the banana lady show. And hey, you, you know, you can't hate on my therapy until you try it out. If you're going to just close off your mind and say, this is no good, then yeah, it's not going to be good. Or you give it a shot and then say it's no good. There's a lot of defiant advice here that I'm worried about. Will I, could I, I or the Hong Kong... Can I have relations with the banana lady if I wanted to? If you wanted to, you could. But she's elderly, I've heard. No, not necessarily. She's there's, a young, there's multiple banana ladies. There's multiple people that have the banana lady trick. And yeah. I want you all to know that are listening, just don't worry about what we mean with the banana lady. You figure it out on your Go own. Go to thing. Mexico. Go to the Hong, yeah, Hong Kong if you're Kong. wondering. I don't it, mind plugging that. Is it a Hong Kong theme? Kind, Not really. It's very loose. It's a loose theme. I don't know why they call it. The Can Hong I Kong. make a suggestion that makes me real happy right now yeah. for your podcast, for everything? Yeah. Can we at one point, or you, when I say we, you, try all your hardest to make the Hong Kong your sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love for the Hong Kong to be you, my sponsor. You could do commercials. You could say go, because you're a good salesman for this place. Mm-hmm. I wanted the Caesar salad. Now I want the banana show. That's right. All right, well, maybe we'll send this out to them, see if they are interested. Oh, my God. I, I mean, it's also, they, I don't even know if they speak English. Well, we can do a, a translator. Transla- yeah, yeah, yeah that, that would be okay, that would be fun if you had somebody- If I released every, that would be fun if I released every episode in English and Spanish. I agree. That's what I think with oh. different people. That'd be awesome. I All think right. this is a new thing yeah. for you. All right, we got some good, we got some good stuff here could you imagine if you're the official voice of the hong kong oh my god <laughs> all my dreams are coming true just oh the, idea of it. the the ladies at the hong kong are the their thumbs up most of nice looking you know clean i don't know you get a wide a wide range i need of to ladies i i just feel like this hong kong is dangerous no 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 it's safe perfectly safe Sa- i'd say it's safer than being in this garage right now well, there is. Uh, a, a, this couch is pretty rickety. There's mosquitoes in here. Could you admit? Do you think the the bedding's clean? They they clean that every clean time. Clean enough. Oh God! How long are you? You spend the night there at the Hong Kong? I don't spend the night. No. Ten people? Yeah, you can get a room for forty dollars a night there. Oh my God! Is it? Uh, I'm picturing the worst, but I'm sure it's nice. No, it's very nice. It's fancy. I wouldn't say fancy, but it's as nice as any American strip club I've ever been to. But this is more than a strip club. It is more than it a strip club. It reminds me of like a vampire thing where they lock the door and everyone... But it doesn't need to be more than a strip club. You can go there and just treat it as a strip club if you wanted to. But you don't need to. You, I mean, you can go to the other... Is the, the other rooms, is there another bar? I've never really been to an American strip club and fully participated. But if you go to one, I imagine you leave and you go, man, wish I could have done more. I think that you won't leave this place thinking wish I could have done more. You know, it's like when people say they've tried a certain drug and then after that drug, it was like the best time and you don't need or you like the other times not as good. That reminds me of the Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Hong Kong was the best. Hong Kong's the best. Man, 
I don't know if you're giving good advice or bad. I think it's good advice. I want you to call back in and leave a voicemail telling the listeners about your Hong Kong experience. I will. I'm going to do this. And for you, for the podcast. Yeah, you have to go for to Hong you, Kong. Bring I, a friend. You don't need to go by yourself. I I am going to do a road for your show. Yeah, I bring pro- Maddie. Maddie and myself. Uh, well, Maddie would be afraid of it. But I might. Do you know Greg Buckman? Bring Yes. Bring Greg, Greg Buckman, Buckman will do anything. Yeah, he'll do it. Uh, th- uh, this guy, he's a comedian. He, they call him the wild man. Uh, and he is bring willing. Bring the wild man to the Hong Kong. And I think that I am going to do this for your show. I'm going to go there. I'm not going to say I'm going to. I'm going to have a beer at the Hong It's only a couple hours, right? All right, I'm going to do this. For, and I'll away. call in while I'm at the Hong Kong. And I and maybe I'll just leave you voicemails from the Hong Kong and you can use those if you'd like. And I think this is an important thing for uh, for you as a therapist because this is going to be a big thing for you because is it going to be good or bad? And if it's good, this unlicensed might, might take on. That's right. But if it's bad... Well, if I get robbed and oh no no, no. And, you won't get robbed and I get I'm, I'm like in, in, in the middle of a cockfight and, and in that trouble. That could be fun. Well, you see, this is a they therapist. have bullfights down there. They have cockfights. They have all the fights. Uh, you know this. I'm going to give it a go because this is, is your recommendation and because I trust you now. Yeah, you respect the show. You've listened to three episodes. You want to participate? I've liked every episode. It seems professional. Although you don't air every episode. So you say about oh, not even hat. Did you say you don't? One of them you said you like only do like 20% of the episodes or something. Uh, I'm airing this one. Either if you don't air this one and I go to the Hong Kong, that's on <laughs> me too. <Yeah. laughs> what if I'm at the Hong Kong and you're just like, ah, get rid of that one. And then I am at the Hong Kong. I am going to do it. That's, that's it. I'm going to New York. This is a promise to you and your listeners. Add Anthony DeVries. We'll just say follow me. That's add right. Anthony DeVries. And Check that's actually my name. Well. That's actually my name. Add An- has anybody ever changed their name to at? That's going to happen. I guarantee you with their if real it name. it hasn't, it will. Um, I'm going to take your advice. This is, this, is, this is a promise from me. I have Maddie and Anthony podcast. I'm not a liar. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a doer. I'm going to the Hong Kong on my new, I put this in quotes, therapist's advice who who at one point in my opinion gave a a, a, a girlfriend lice and also at least potentially and and also i i ruined a relationship with his poetry um oh, i'm gonna do this that. i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go to the hong kong i'm gonna potentially bring a friend i think i should bring maybe a spanish-speaking friend I'm sure this this Greg Buckman doesn't know Spanish, but maybe we'll have a a couple of them. I'm also going to offer this to you. Okay. For this episode and the next uh, next one I air when I'm speaking, I'm going to offer two people Spanish speaking once this airs to do this complete podcast in Spanish, and I'm offering that as a gift to you. How are you going to get this? I'm going to find two Spanish people to listen and remember <laughs> and re- everything. And re-record it. And they're going to re-record in it. Spanish. Two people in Spanish. I promise you this, and I also promise you Hong Kong. I'm going. That's it. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thank you so much, and thank you all. And if I die, you know what? We lived, we lived at the Hong Kong. Banana shows for everyone. Hell yeah. All right, see you guys next. You're time. listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.